Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York. We have another great podcast for you. Um, Adam Schindler, my Gazette colleague, back to talk high school football as we're starting to wind down the regular season in some of the uh, divisions. We'll talk about that and talk about the latest uh, Daily Gazette football power rankings. Uh, that They are also available at dailygazette.com. You get a chance to look there. Also, we'll uh, preview the weekend for Union College uh, men's and women's hockey. The men will be home for the first time this season. They take on UConn Friday and Saturday. The women begin ECAC hockey play at Harvard and Dartmouth this weekend, so we'll uh, talk about that as well. So coming up, Adam Schinder on high school football. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. Meet Andrew Waite. He's a dedicated journalist with a passion for research and a commitment to getting all sides of the story. Whether it's a local issue or an upstate trend, I do the stories and interviews that shed light on what's important to you. Stay informed. Read Andrew Waite in the Daily Gazette. It's my job to offer commentary about what's happening in our community and what it means to our readers. The Gazette, reporting based on accuracy and integrity. It's who we are. It's what we do. Want to get all the latest news from the Daily Gazette on your phone or tablet? We have an app for that. The Daily Gazette app allows you to read all the newspaper stories and columns from our dedicated team of journalists. The app is free. You can download the app from the Apple or Google app stores. Hi, this is the College of St. Rose women's basketball head coach, Will Brown. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor, Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast, and it's our weekly look at high school football in Section 2, and Adam Schinder is here to uh, join me. And uh, Adam, uh, really nothing changed much in Class AA. Uh, it's surprising that Shen and CBA are ironic. They won by the same score last week. Yeah, both won 34 to nothing uh, coming off their big game the week before. And yeah, we've you'll look at a lot of these classes, and with the exception of Class C, where we had a little bit of chaos, and Class B, where... Uh, the jump, there's a jumble of teams right from about uh, number four through number seven. Uh, we've pretty much been uh, into some tiers that we're locked into now as we come to the end of the regular season. Well, let's look at Class AA and your game you have highlighted for Friday night at 7 o'clock at CBA at Saratoga Springs. Yeah, not a, a particularly great uh, schedule in Class AA this week. A lot of the... A lot of that is based on the fact that the playoff picture is pretty well settled. It would take a, a Saratoga win here and either Shaker or Boston Spa really slipping up in the last couple of weeks to really change anything. Because uh, right now it looks like you'll get Shen and Boston Spa in one semifinal, CBA and Shaker in another. Uh, Sh- uh, Saratoga Springs and Colony are the only teams that really have a chance at all to disrupt that. Well, that the power rankings there, Shen 1, CBA 2, Shaker 3, Boston Spa 4, and uh, Saratoga Springs 5. So really, no surprises there. Yeah, no changes from the previous week. Uh, the only real possible change would have been if Boston Spa had beaten Shaker uh, last Friday night, and Shaker came away with a 41-14 win. 
Now, we'll, we'll ask this question to me. I'll ask it right now. Class AA has one more week in the regular season, correct? Uh, one more week after, after this. this. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So, yeah, because confusing. We'll talk about that. Uh, Class A, uh, you have a couple games highlighted. Starting with Amsterdam, finally won its first game last week, beating Troy. They're at Columbia. Yeah, Amsterdam at Columbia. And uh, all of a sudden, Amsterdam wins one game, and they are in the playoff picture. Uh, with <laughs> Now, it's this one's very simple. Both these teams are 1-3 in the division. They are right now tied for fourth place. The winner gets fourth place in the Capital Division. The loser is out. Uh, so Amsterdam will not have to worry about quarter points this year. They just have to take care of business. Uh, they did last week against Troy, which is a team that's really struggling. Colombia should be a tougher test. Colombia started the year really strong, and then they've run into some of the better teams in this Capital Division. And then the other Class A game we have highlighted, LaSalle visiting Bethlehem. Yeah, this will determine who gets a home game uh, next week in the uh, in the quarterfinals. Avril Park pretty much has this division wrapped up, and they should have no trouble uh, against a winless Troy team to, to finish off an undefeated run through the Capital Division. LaSalle and Bethlehem are both teams that have been intermittently very good and very disappointing uh, this year. So both teams really want this win. Uh, one, you get a home game, and two, you avoid Burnhouse. I think this class is the final week of the regular yes, season. Yes, for Class yeah. A and Class B, mm. which both have 18 playoffs, uh, this is the final week of the yeah. regular season. Uh, the rankings, uh, Niskuna, Burn Hills, Boston Lake, Avril Park, Bethlehem, and LaSalle. Yep, no change again mm. from, from last week. And again, this is, uh, you've got a one, you've got two and three, and you've got everybody else. Yep. Well, let's look at Class B and the game highlighted for Friday night, 7 o'clock. Gloversville hosting Mechanicville, Hoosick Valley. Yeah, uh, Gloversville had a chance to get itself in really good position for a home game, but they ended up losing uh, last week to a Broad Alban Perth team that has really come on in the last few weeks after they started uh, with three straight shutout losses. Uh, Mechanical Hoosick Valley is a team that's just kind of flown under the radar. They haven't really gone up against uh, any of the big teams. But Mechanical Hoosick Valley can lock up a home game uh, for the uh, a quarterfinal home game with a win here. If Gloversville wins, then we're getting fun with quarter points <laughs> and three-way tiebreakers because uh, it would look like those two and Broad Alban Perth, which uh, closes out uh, at home against Hudson Falls, those three would all tie for second. Yep. Looking at the rankings, Ravina Coyman, Selkirk 1, Glens Falls 2, Shalmont 3, Lansingburg 4, Mechanicville, Hoosick Valley with 5, and uh, Gloversville and Broad Alban Perth also receiving votes. Listen, we've got this one. Uh, Ravina does seem to be above the rest. Glens Falls is undefeated. They're right there. I just don't think they can, they've played the same schedule uh, that Ravina has. Shalmont's only loss was a tight game to Ravina, but Shalmont, strangely, has only played four games. They've got two forfeits this year. <laughs> they had a forfeit against Caradorum Catskill uh, early in the season, and then last week against Hudson, uh, which has called it quits on the season. So Lansingburg gets a forfeit this week, a little uh, breather to get ready for the playoffs. Uh, that division, Lansingburg against the second place team uh, from the from the North Division is going to be a tough matchup for who's ever at home next week. That's going to be tough for Shawn only playing four games this year. I mean, are they battle tested? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, now the team, the, the games they played have been tough ones. They played Ravina, they played Lansingburg. Uh, neither Hudson nor Carol Durham Catskill was going to be a team that was really going to push anybody. Uh, the Shawn team is pretty good. Uh, it will be interesting to see. They'll be fresh. They've had. Seasons like this before, uh, back in 2018, I believe it was, when uh, when Kiksaki virus swept yeah. through uh, the area and canceled a whole bunch of, te- of games. Uh, Shalmont was one of the teams that ended up being affected by that. Yeah. Over to Class C now on the game highlighted there on Friday night at 7 o'clock, Johnstown visiting Takana Kills. Yeah, now there is one week left in the regular season here, but this is winning in. The the top three playoff seeds are set. Uh, the top three teams are in. They are all tied at the moment, so quarter points are going to be fun. 
But Fauna Fultonville, Hoosick Falls, Tamarack, and Skylar Hill are locked in. Johnstown and Takana Kills, the winner of this game, is going to go to the playoffs. Uh, Johnstown, when they've looked good, has looked phenomenal. Uh, and when they haven't, they've, they've run into the, t- the top teams in the classification. And uh, they've got a couple of block kicks to get themselves uh, into this point where they beat Cobleskill a couple of weeks ago. Takana Kills is a team that plays way out east and south and kind of on the fringes, and they just kind of get ignored. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the, for the, the uh, idiots like me who don't understand uh, quarter points, what, did, is it an easy explanation to that? No. no. Okay. <laughs> All right. uh, it is, in, in the uh, simplest way, you get a one point for being ahead at the end of, the, at the end of each quarter. Not mm-hmm. winning the quarter, but being ahead at the end of each quarter. And you get four points for being ahead at the end of the fourth quarter. So that's seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but then you get to points where it's the team with the lowest gets eliminated. When there's a three-way tie, the team with the lowest gets eliminated, and then it goes head-to-head. It is very, very confusing. These three teams are very, very close to each other. One of them is going to have a very tough uh, semifinal uh, semifinal rematch with, with the other, and the third and the team that ends up on top is probably going to walk into the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at uh, the rankings in Class C: Fonda, Fultonville, one; Hoosick Falls, Tamarack, two; Schuylerville, three; Johnstown, four. And we got a tie between Taconic Hills and Cobalt School, Richmondville, for five, with Granville Whitehall receiving votes. Yeah. Fonda, Fultonville is on the six-game winning streak. Uh, they have the win over Hoosick Falls, Tamarack. They were very close to Schuylerville. Early in the season, so they kind of inherit the number one spot. Who's at Falls Tamrack certainly had a case. Uh, impressive win against uh, Skylerville. They're really the only team that slowed down Skylerville all year. Uh, and Skylerville certainly would not surprise anyone if they came back and won this thing. They've done it many, yeah. many times. Uh, in Class D, uh, a couple of games highlighted starting Friday night at 7 o'clock when uh, the uh, top team in the uh, Gazette Power Rankings, uh, Warrensburg Lake George Bolton, visits uh, number three, Kenneth Harry Fort Plain. Yeah, and while. This is not the final regu- week of the regular season for Class D. It is the final week of games that actually matter. Uh, they they will play crossovers against some Class C teams next week uh, in some schedules that haven't totally been set. Uh, this is the last chance that anyone has to give uh, Warrensburg, Lake George, Bolden any kind of blemish uh, before the season, regular season ends. They absolutely took... Uh, Stillwater, the woodshed last week. Stillwater had a lot of injured players, so uh, wouldn't be surprised to see the, a, a rematch between those two teams be much, much closer. Canacherry Fort Plains been the, the surprise team in this classification this year. They're at home. That is a very long road trip for a night game mm-hmm. from, Warrens, from Warrensburg all the way to, to Canacherry. is not a fun trip. Uh, wouldn't Certainly, uh, you, you would think that this Warrensburg team that's taking care of business Will, but this Canada Harry team has been very, very good. This they should season. leave it Thursday and get a hotel and stay. For it's, it's, <laughs> it's a lo- it's a long trip. You're looking at getting home sometime around two in the morning wow. from that trip. Yeah, and on Saturday it's a four or five matchup: Greenwich number four at the Cambridge Salem number five. Yeah, this uh, like Johnstown, Takana Kills, this and uh, Amsterdam Columbia. It's a playing game. The winner's going to go to the playoffs. Uh, everyone else in this classification: uh, Chatham, Voorheesville, Helderberg Valley way, way behind the rest. So this is the game to determine the four seed. These two uh, are tied right now. The winner will go to the playoffs. And the team we didn't mention as number two is Stillwater. They're at, they're hosting Helderberg Valley on uh, Friday night. So um, that'll wrap things up. I know I'm off next week, so we'll come back in a couple weeks. You know, after, we'll be talking playoffs at that point, and we'll look over the final power rankings of uh, for our Gazette. And we should re- re- remind our listeners that all the power rankings are up at dailygazette.com. Yeah, it's uh, going to be a big week. We'll have, uh, 
you know, last week of the regular season and some quarterfinals next week when we come back. It is semifinal time and uh, often one of the best weekends of football the whole year. Yeah. Well, Adam, appreciate it a few minutes and uh, we'll talk in a couple weeks. No problem. All right. It's Adam Schinder. We'll be back with uh, some Union College hockey preview for the men's and women's team. The men's uh, hosting uh, UConn in their first home games of the season and the women starting ECAC hockey play at Harvard and Dartmouth. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by NISFA and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Hi, this is Santa Men's basketball coach Carmen Massarello. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast, and let's look ahead to the uh, college hockey weekend for both the union men and women's teams. Let's start with the men. Uh, they were coming off a couple of tough losses out in Colorado College last weekend, scores of 7-3 and 6-2. They were done in twice uh, by second period uh, failures, uh, especially Friday night with five goals, second period for uh, Colorado College, put that game away, and uh, three goals, second period Saturday. Both those games, it was 1-1 after one uh, the first period, so tough way for the uh, Garnet Chargers to uh, start the uh, first uh, two-game uh, first uh, two game weekend for them. Uh, I talked with uh, Josh Halge about that uh, on my podcast with him, which uh, is up at dailygazette.com. And wherever you get your podcast, we talk with Josh every week. Uh, actually, it won't be every week because uh, we'll be off next week. I'll explain that a little bit later in the close. But uh, we'd like you to participate in that, um, talk with uh, Josh Halge. We have questions for Josh. Uh, you can email them to me at shot. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at dailygazette.com. Or you can post them on my Facebook page. So, um I'd like to get you involved in that. So uh, Tuesday was media availability uh, at uh, Messerink, and uh, four players were at the uh, dais on uh, Tuesday. Goaltender Joe Sharab, uh, who made his first appearance in nearly two years, and he relieved Kyle Chauvet in uh, the Friday game and played uh, very well in that one. Caden Villegas, who was on a three-game goal-scoring streak to start the season, his best ever of his career. Uh, defenseman John Prokaw and uh, Chaz Smedsrud. Here's what they had to say about the uh, weekend at Colorado College and looking ahead to the games against UConn, the first home games of the season for the Garner Chargers. That'll be 7 o'clock on Friday night and 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Guys, uh, you had a great start at Army a couple weeks ago. Then you got to Colorado College, and it was a tough two games there, especially in the second period. Chaz, for you, what, what do you have to do to get back to where you started? Yeah, I think we just got to take the weekend as a learning experience. I think there's a lot to look at with the film and kind of wire down what we need to work on going into next week here at home. Kaden, why do you think there was, you struggled out there? 
Uh, I feel like once we let one up, we all kind of got down a little bit. I think we need to work on that, especially in the second period there, just work on our bounce back, and I think we'll be good when we get back here at home next weekend. Joe? I think we just got lazy in that game. I think we took Army for granted and expected that to happen every night. So going into that game, we are kind of just lazy and expecting to just uh, it to be given to us. So. so what do you have to do to get back to where you were uh, against Army? Uh, same thing we did all this summer in the preseason. It's working hard doing out there today and competed to get back on track so we can go and uh, put ourselves in a good spot against UConn. Caden, um, you know, you guys were very competitive in those first couple of period, you know, the first period in each game. Does that kind of give you some encouragement that, hey, you know, we were right there on the road against a really good Colorado team? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think we have a great group of guys. Like, I really believe in them. Everyone works hard. As long as we dial in on our detail and focus on our D zone a little more, we'll be good for sure. Joe, for you, it was your first, the Friday night game was your first game in over two years. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you don't want you like to, don't want to commit circumstances like that. But for you personally, how gratifying was it to get back into action after two years? Um, I mean, it wasn't the circumstance that we wanted as a team, um, but the coaches felt like we needed something to change in that game, and um, that was his decision that he made. And I felt like um, I put in a lot of work the past couple of years to be ready for that. Were there any nerves going in when you went in? Not really. Like I said, it was um, the game was kind of getting out of hand for us and at that point you're just trying to get in the game and kind of settle everyone down um, and then the third period we started to come back we started playing better um, you know just try to do what I could do best. How tough was it for you last year dealing with, with these and end up having surgery how frustrating of a year was it? I mean it was like a little frustrating but at the same time we, were, we had a great group of guys like a lot of support from everyone um, work ethic was there all the time between the four of us last year um, I think taking things from Murph, who's gone now, um, and try to include that into my game and my work ethic. I think I learned a lot from him, and I think that um, that helped me improve greatly over the summer. Chaz, what do you th- what did you think of uh, Joe's performance Friday night? I thought he played great. He came in, and he gave us kind of an extra set of confidence, knowing that we got to play it for him uh, so he can have good numbers, and I think he played great. Yeah, how important is it to have at least – Two goaltenders, like you know, you know what Kyle can do. I mean, Kyle obviously didn't get a lot of help over the weekend, but you know what he can do. You know what Joe can do now. We, we don't know about actually yet, but we'll probably find out down the road. But how important is it to have you know, a guy like Joe there, ready to go in case something happens? It's super important in a 30-35 game season. Anything can happen. Uh, injuries, you never know. So it always helps to have two guys to back up there. Caden, for you, you came into the season. You never had a game where you scored goals in consecutive games. You've had uh, a pair of two point, uh, a streak of two, getting points in two games in a row. You've opened up the season with you know, at least scoring a goal in each three games. What's it? What's the difference for you this year? Um, just coming back, like I know I'm an older guy, so I'm gonna have to step up a little bit this year. So I'm just trying to play with more confidence. I got I got Berzy and Rob right now playing with, and they're working just as hard to help me out produce. So. Um, it's not all on me. It's on those guys, too. So as long as we can keep it going, it'll be good. Josh said that he, he saw you maybe gain your confidence somewhere during the season last year. Uh, where, where do you think you, you noticed that you are starting to get more confident last year? Um, just holding on to the puck longer. Um, I think I have the ability to make some plays as long as I you know, protect it some more and just play with that confidence, as I said. So 
I'm going to try to keep that going going forward here so I can help the team out as much as I can. Josh also said you had a nose for it, and I think the perfect example of that was the goal you scored Saturday night. Uh, you got to the net. I, I, I forget who made the pass out in front. I think it may have been Liam. Uh, and you buried it you know, in an open net. Is that the kind of you have to do? You just go to the net and just shoot the puck? Yeah, especially in our league. Uh, it's a lot of bigger guys, so you got to get to those greasy areas and um, be hard on your stick, get your nose over pucks. And um, yeah, for me, I'm going to have to get to those hard nose spots in front of the net and the crease and, you know, uh, just bury as much as I can. That was a great play by Liam. Yeah. Sean, you got a question? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the power play and get Caden involved. He had a couple goals last weekend. What, what do you guys have to do differently uh, to cash in on those chances if you get them again this weekend? Um, yeah, I feel like our power play, uh, both of them can shoot more. Um, we're, we're moving the puck around, getting our entries, but we're a little bit too perimeter right now. So as long as we keep forcing them to the net and taking our chances when we get them, uh, we should be good going forward. Yeah. John, how excited are you to, to finally play home opener? Um, pumped. We've been waiting for it since we lost to Princeton last year, and that was a great environment, and we want the same thing this week, and I think everyone on the team is looking forward to it, too. So, Katie? Oh, yeah, I'm pumped. Like, I know our, our campus, our community is going to show up big time, so I know all the guys are excited to get out there. I've been looking forward to it for seven, eight months now, whatever it's been, so I'm pumped. Yeah, there's been an extra amount of excitement this year for, uh, for playing here at Mesa, so we're all, we're all excited for it. Yep. Nothing like playing at home. It's awesome. Unfortunately, won't have, probably won't have the football team there because they got a game Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, how, how big is that? I mean, they, after John Poppy got hired, all of a sudden they start showing up there. I mean, how big was that to see? Cause I, and I think you guys were at the Springfield game, uh, that Friday night game. Yeah, it's been huge. Uh, we've been going to the football games, and uh, they came last spring to ours, and it's just another thing we're doing and a lot of more energy here. So it's nice. Yeah, I feel like the teams on campus have been supporting each other a lot more and uh, obviously it brings a lot of juice into the, the yep. Mesa here, so we love that. Um, can't wait to have, have them out again. Great group of guys. John, what's going to be the, the importance this weekend against UConn? I mean, they obviously it's like, just some great talent there. What do you got to do to come out with some wins? I think it's a salish kind of game in the first five minutes like our coach always says. Once we do that and get the crowd into it, I think everybody's going to be feeling it and we'll go back to Union Hockey. So. Chaz, what do you feel like the, the benefits of a, a road game against an opponent of that caliber can, you know, benefits can serve you, you know, as you progress through the season? Yeah, I think it just lets us know what we have to focus on. Uh, when we hit adversity, we know what to look at going forward into the season. So, Welcome back to the podcast, and let's look ahead to the uh, college hockey weekend for both the union men and women's teams. Let's start with the men. Uh, they were coming off a couple of tough losses out in Colorado College last weekend. Scores of 7-3 and 6-2. They were done in twice uh, by second period uh, failures, especially Friday night with five goals. Second period for uh, Colorado College put that game away. And uh, three goals second period Saturday. Both those games, it was 1-1 after one uh, the first period. So tough way for the uh, Garnet Chargers to uh, start the first, uh, uh, first uh, two-game weekend for them. Uh, I talked with uh, Josh Halji about that uh, on my podcast with him, which uh, is up at dailygazette.com. And wherever you get your podcast, we talk with Josh every week. Uh, actually, won't be every week because uh, we'll be off next week. I'll explain that a little bit later in the close. But uh, we'd like you to participate in that. Um, talk with uh, Josh Halji. We have questions for Josh. Uh, you can email them to me at shot, 
That's S-C-H-O-T-T at DailyGazette.com, or you can post them on my Facebook page. So um, I'd like to get you involved in that. So uh, Tuesday was media availability uh, at uh, Messerink, and uh, four players were at the uh, dais on uh, Tuesday. Goaltender Joe Sharab, uh, who made his first appearance in nearly two years, and he relieved Kyle Chauvet in uh, the Friday game and played uh, very well in that one. Caden Villegas, who was on a three-game goal-scoring streak to start the season, his best ever of his career. Uh, defenseman John Prokaw and uh, Chaz Smedsrud. Here's what they had to say about the uh, weekend at Colorado College and looking ahead to the games against UConn, the first home games of the season for the Garnet Chargers. That'll be 7 o'clock on Friday night and 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Well, Josh, you begin uh, conference play this weekend with games at Harvard and Dartmouth. Uh, how excited are you guys uh, to be ready to play some league games? Um, really excited. I think just, you know, we coming off last year, you know, finishing where we did, I think we we want to continue to find ways to, to prove ourselves within league, right? We, we want to challenge for a championship, and I think we're building to be there in February and March. So um, we want to prove ourselves in conference. You know, I think these first eight games have been a nice warm-up for us, but we're excited to get into conference play. How different, and I'll start with you, Josh, this, this year is a, a different preparation because you're going, you know you're going to be playing uh, after the regular season this year. So how do you approach this season as opposed to previous conference seasons? I think I think the mission is always the same, right? You you want to be you want to be a playoff team. You want to be a team that's competing for a championship. So um, really, nothing changes for us, right? We want to continue to to find ways to improve uh, our standing at the end of the season. You know, whether we're pushing for home ice, um, you know, whatever it is. But we want to be playing our best hockey at the end of the season. And I think that's our biggest goal: is just use every day to get get a little bit better and, and continue to find ways to be our best come February and March. So let's. Yeah, I mean, just building off that, I feel like the mindset stays, stays the same. There's not really much changing. We've always wanted to be a competitive playoff team, so I think going into the end of this year is pretty much just the same thing. Stay focused on what we know we want to do and what we want to accomplish, and I think uh, just bringing in every practice is what's going to take us there. Allison? Yeah, I think they pretty much said it all, but at the end of the day, we're showing up, we're working hard, so if we're doing that, there's nothing different we need to do. Josh, I know you guys felt a little slighted in the preseason rankings. You know, what kind of opportunity do you have this week to, you know, to make a statement and, you know, to, to start conference play? Yeah, I think we're going to take it one game at a time, obviously, right? And I think we want to put it all together again come February and March. But I think um, anytime you see that on, on paper, you see us pick 12th, um, obviously that's easy motivation for, for our group. You know, and I think that's something that resonates with our players. And it's up to us to continue to prove that we're not in that spot. So um, I think it's just something that's in the minds of our players and, and something that we use as a little extra piece of motivation. Allison, I mean, how disappointing was it last weekend to lose two to RIT? And then and that, and what do you have to do to correct that to, to you know, pull out some wins this weekend? I think it was definitely frustrating because obviously we didn't play to the standard that we set for ourselves last weekend. Um, but I think. Uh, this week we've been doing the work, we've been watching film, we've been having really hard practices, and so I think come this weekend it's going to be good for us, we're going to do good. Celeste? Yeah, uh, I guess just building off that, I feel like it was definitely a big source of motivation, uh, kind of like Al said, that's not the standard we set for ourselves and those aren't the expectations that we want to reach, and I think coming into this week in practices we're all super focused and we're all especially motivated to bring what we know we can bring to prove ourselves and really show everyone that that was not our team. Josh, you're going to Harvard, a team with a new coach. Uh, and they started league play last week. I believe they lost to Dartmouth. Uh, 
what what do you know about Harvard and uh, especially the new coach? Um, well, I think they're you know you look at the roster and I mean very similar team to what they had last year. They've got some new first year players, a new new life with a uh, new staff coming in, but they're going to be a hard team to play against, right? We're playing in their home building. I think for us, we always get up and get excited to play in Boston. I know we're going to have a good fan base there that's going to be there to support us. But, um, you know, anytime you have a new coach, I think players are motivated, right? And, and players want to prove themselves. They want to find ways to get more ice time, and they're going to be inspired. So we're, we're looking for, you know, it's a league game, obviously, so we're, we're looking for a hard-fought contest um, on Friday and Saturday. There are some news that came out. Uh, Tuesday that the rink is going to be up for a vote Wednesday night. How important is this vote Wednesday with regards to this program? And you know, finally, if this gets approved, it, it looks like it's going to, you know, it it's could be a, a good day for Union Hockey. Well, I think I think the rink is kind of the final missing piece for for what we want to do for the future of this program, right? When you look at Union College. You know, players come here. Union's a special place, and the degree is something that's going to set these women up for life. Now we've added the ability to take away the financial hurdle with some scholarships, and I think if we have a brand new facility, I think that's just the final missing link for for us. So, um, to be able to put it all together, I think we have a really, really special opportunity to really grow this place and and make some noise in terms of what we want to do in our conference. Josh, just technically, what do you want to see out of these first couple of league games? Um, I think we're still trying to build. You know, coming off last weekend, I think we still want to manage the puck better. Uh, we want to break out with a little bit more confidence. I think I think we're still working through some puck management issues with, with our group. But, um, you know, I want to see our group continue to, to create offensive chances. Um, you know, I want to see our group compete. You know, it's league play. We've got first-year players on the roster that haven't played any league games yet. They're going to understand how that feels and what that's like. Um, but I think for us, we, we want to compete. We want to we want to play kind of our style, and I think we want to manage the puck much better. I think that'll result in more success for us. We'll be back to wrap up the podcast and have the latest winners in the Daily Gazette's You Pick'em Football and Auto Racing Contest in just a moment. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. If you really want to know what's going on in your community, you have to read the Daily Gazette. We don't take a side. We're right down the middle, and we're going to get to the truth. Our reporters and photographers are out in the field bringing you updates every minute with trust, accuracy, and integrity. From the first page to the last page, independent, probing journalism. We're finding out what's going on in the community where nobody else is covering. It's who we are. It's what we do. Hi, this is Union Men's Hockey alum Scott Boyd. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Back to wrap up the podcast. The week six winner in the Daily Gazette's You Pick'em Football contest was Dan Shetine of Schenectady with a 14-1 record. Dan wins a $100 Hannaford gift card. Congratulations, Dan. The VIP winner was Scott Hudson of Embrick Sales and Service with a 13-2 record. I was 10 and 5 last week, and I'm 55 and 38 for the season. My Gazette colleague Adam Schinder was 11 and 4. He's 61 and 32. I'll announce you pick and football's contest winner's name 
and that winner's name will appear in Thursday's Daily Gazette. To play, go to dailygazette.com and click on the You Pick'em Football banner. And you can look for my picks at dailygazette.com. The Week 33 winner in the Daily Gazette's auto racing contest was Richard Bellinger with 60 points. Richard wins a $50 ShopRite gift card. Congratulations, Richard. The VIP winner was Jerry Peel of Frankensons. I'll announce the auto racing contest winner's name, and that winner's name will appear in Friday's Daily Gazette. To play, go to dailygazette.com and click on the auto racing contest banner. Just because COVID-19 mandates are easing, that does not mean you should relax. Be vigilant. If you have not gotten vaccinated or received a booster shot, please do so. Do it for yourself, do it for your family, and do it for your friends. That wraps up another edition of the Parting Shots podcast. I want to thank Adam Schinder and members of the Union men's and women's hockey teams for being a part of the show. As I mentioned at the top of the podcast, no podcast next week. I'm taking the week off. I turned 60 on Tuesday. My God, I can't believe I made it to 60. <laughs> so my mom's coming up from Philadelphia to take me out to dinner, so that should be a lot of fun. If you have questions or comments about the podcast, email them to me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. Follow me on X and threads at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good sports.